So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what is up, my man? It's Thea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm super glad you're here. We're going to dig into a personal favorite of mine. We're going to talk about the power of prayer, and I think you're going to really find this valuable and impactful. But before we do that, before we jump in um, and talk about that, I want to just mention something really, really quickly. Uh, We are growing rapidly on Instagram, um, and really what we're actually doing, the reason I, I even talk about Instagram not trying to brag about my following or whatever. I don't really care about that. But um, the reason I keep mentioning it is because um, we are taking messages from our followers on Instagram every day, all the time. And so if you have questions for me, if you want to find out more about what we're up to, if there's something about your situation that maybe requires a little bit more input, um, look, the best way for you to do that is through Instagram. You can message me there and I'd love to speak with you. So uh, the link is in the show notes. The handle is Sathya Me Sam. And look, this is also a really good way to inject some valuable content into your feeds because I know that if you are a man on Instagram, the algorithm knows that they're going to feed you all the scantily clad ladies that they can to keep your attention, get you clicking around. And look, um, some recovery content might be exactly what the doctor ordered for you to stay on track in your recovery goals, okay? So that's everything for that. Let's jump into the power of prayer in recovery. So um, I don't know about you. I I grew up with a, a, a love-hate relationship for prayer. I I basically grew up praying. We prayed before our meals. Um, we prayed sometimes when, when we would, sometimes my dad would like gather us as a family and we would just pray. And then we would all say the Lord's prayer at the end. Um, we prayed in church, uh, predominantly the Lord's prayer. And then my dad was my pastor. So, you know, my dad would also pray and that was probably it. You know, I guess we would pray at school. Um, I went to a Christian school for most of my education. So, you know, there's that, but but that was sort of my understanding of prayers. There were there were certain times it was, you know, it was always attached to a family gathering. It was attached to a meal, something like that. One of the things that I found really valuable in my ministry school is um, is their teachings on prayer, and I was taught that prayer is actually more about communicating with God, and I I really liked that idea, and it was one of, one of my um, one of my teachers. Uh, his name's Chip Judd. And Chip said that prayer is four components. It's you speak, he listens. He speaks, you listen. Um, and the, the, the point he was making is that prayer is a dialogue. It, 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 is, it is a dialogue between you and the living God. And in recovery, this sort of concept that we can dialogue with God has become pivotal. You know, I, I, I really and truly cannot imagine doing the work that I do today if it weren't for the hours, the, the hundreds of hours that I've spent conversing with God. And journaling has been the, the fundamental way I've done that. There's been lots of other ways, but that, 
that is really the most impactful. And that's why we are big proponents of journaling here. It's why we teach all of our clients about journaling uh, as much as we possibly can. And, and really and truly, it's you know just super, super important. It's a great way to just start kind of dialoguing with him and engaging in conversation and you have written record of it and you know there's all kinds of features and benefits to it but the point i'm making where i'm going with all of this and why why i would say um you know we consider this to be so supremely valuable is because um that communication leads to connection and connection leads to freedom so communication leads to connection connection leads to freedom we know that the opposite of a bri- uh, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. The opposite of addiction is not sobriety; it's connection, right? And so we know that if people are going to really experience connection in their lives, they need to be communicating. And you should obviously be doing that with people that are in your life, but you should be doing it with God as well. And so we find that a lot of our clients, you know, through the power of prayer, and yes, praying for freedom and recovery and praying through deliverance and breaking soul ties, something we talked about earlier this month. Um, Those prayers are all very powerful, but also through daily communion, daily praying with God where it's a conversation. And sometimes he's doing more of the listening, sometimes you are, but you're, you're conversing every day. And in that rhythm of conversing, you are getting breakthrough, you're getting clarity, you're fostering and forging connection with the living God. And that's a really, really beautiful thing. There's a third um, dynamic to this that I've only discovered more recently for prayer. And this is where I wanted to spend the the rest of the time that we have in this, you know, short little episode together uh, today. Prayer, I I, I think one of the mistakes I've made in my prayer life especially when I am coming in, in to pray for a situation. You know, I mentioned that my, my son was hospitalized with pneumonia. And that was really scary for me. You know, he was two and a half months old at the time, just a, a helpless little guy. And um, you, you can't do a lot when your kids are sick. That was something I, I learned. You know, I experienced that real time. And my, my wife was sick and she's on antibiotics and she's still got to breastfeed and nurse. And I have to leave them at night because... Only one parent can be at the hospital with the baby, and it was just, you know, just a big old mess. It was all kinds of awful. Um, the, the challenge that you and I face when we encounter these situations where we want something. So in my case, what did I want? I wanted Judah to be healthy, and I wanted him to be healthy yesterday, you know. Um, the, the danger is that we, if we come into prayer exclusively mindful of what we desire, our prayers have the potential to be ineffective because we are praying what we want, not what God wants. And so the the key to effective prayer in recovery is actually first seeking the heart of God, then praying, then offering your petitions and your requests. So if you are pursuing recovery... Uh, I want I want you to know um, that that prayer should be a part of what you do. Absolutely, and we pray because God hears them for sure. Um, we pray out of a dialogue and an ongoing communication that establishes connection, which establishes freedom, one hundred percent. But the the third dimension to all of this is that prayer actually 
um, changes us. When, when prayer is the most powerful, it is not that we are transforming a situation, and it's certainly not that we're transforming God because he cannot be transformed. It, it is that we, in the process of hearing God's heart and praying accordingly, we become changed. When, when I was in distress about Judah and I sought the Lord before I started to pray, you know, before I, I, before I even laid a hand on Judah himself to be healed, I just wanted to seek the Lord. I, I wanted to hear from him and I wanted that to lead and kind of guide my, my prayers. And um, the first thing that God said is, um, he is going to be okay and you are to pray for peace. So did I lay hands on Judah and pray for him to be better? You best believe it. But, but the, the leading prayer, the thing that led is praying for peace. And I came out of that situation very confident. Sorry, I went through that situation very confident that Judah was going to be fine because God told me to pray for peace. And as I prayed for peace, I realized, like, I started to just have perspective. And I was like, man, you know, the next day, this kid's already looking more like himself. He's going to be fine. Right, but 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 it was because I sought God's heart. I prayed accordingly, and then I got a breakthrough and I got an outcome. And I came out of that situation a more composed individual, right? Confident, more confident in my kid, knowing that like, man, here is this kid at two and a half day uh, months old, rather, contracts pneumonia, which could be fatal, you know, in the wrong conditions with the wrong kid, and. 24 hours later, he was fine. 72 hours later, he's gained discharge. They said he was supposed to be there for a week. He got out four days early. So now I come out with confidence and with perspective, whereas somebody else in that situation, if they just really wanted him to be well, and there's that fear that he may not survive or he may not make it, and you start praying from that place, well, what happens is you reinforce the fear, and even though he gets better and God gets the glory for it, you walk away traumatized because you didn't pray according to God's will, you prayed according to yours. So in recovery, we want to make sure that, that it is the heart of God that actually directs our prayers. Not that God doesn't care about your own desires, but we want to lead with His first. That is the nature of lordship, is that His desires are more important than ours. It's not that ours are completely irrelevant and futile, it's just that in the pecking order, they're a distant second. His are supremely first. And so I want to encourage those of you who are integrating prayer in your recovery, make sure that you're praying according to the heart of God. Make sure that you are seeking to be a transformed person who comes out of this situation better, stronger, healthier, with a, a new you know, advantage, a new perspective, whatever it might be. And if you haven't integrated prayer in recovery yet, well, you got some ideas now, hopefully some inspiration. Things can change really, really nicely for you when prayer is properly integrated into the recovery journey. So look, that's everything for today. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you guys. Stay clean. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. 
Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.